Hello everybody and welcome back to Kings of the Rift, your source for competitive League of Legends news and opinions. I'm your host, Gold Knight, um, and before we get into everything, I do want to um, break down everything like we do normally, a little bit of housekeeping and all that, um, and say thank you to all of you for listening. Um, honestly, this helps get this podcast noticed um, when you guys are listening to it, when you guys are commenting and following and all this different stuff. Uh, even if like you're on iTunes, that kind of stuff. Uh, just leave me a review if you can, uh, or anywhere else, uh, whether that be on Spotify, Stitcher, any of those other podcast apps here. Uh, this is going to be the first podcast that we're going to do on Spotify that is going to have video attached to it. Um, I've been doing video for a while here, uh, but it's been more on the YouTube side, transitioning that to YouTube. I'm using it for TikToks and that kind of stuff there. So um, definitely... It's, it's a new experience. If you guys love it, uh, let me know. If you don't like it, uh, then just buzz off. Uh, no, I'm just joking. If you guys don't like it, then let me know. We can figure stuff out. We can go back to what we did normally. So, um, you know, if you're on Anchor 2, there is a bit of a thing called, uh, like, it's called, like, listener support. It's kind of like a subscriber to the podcast. Um, if you really do want to do that, that's uh, something that's fantastic. And uh, something that I really enjoy seeing is, um, you know, folks being able to help us out here, uh, make this podcast every time a little bit more and more better. So um, without further ado, let's get into it. Uh, Today's episode is uh, written as it starts right here. Uh, That is the podcast title for today. And of course, that is in reference to the season start uh, video from a few years ago. Um, and a great song by Riot, uh, but actually, because the LCS is coming in literally, when I'm recording this, two days. Uh, by the time you listen to this, you might even be watching the LCS later today, or you might just have watched it, or anything like that. Um, so it's definitely something that I... Um, I'm just really looking forward to is this LCS start here. And I wanted to take a little bit and kind of just break into, um, you know, kind of how I want to take a look at the LCS going forward into 2023 here. Um, When we do the LCS coverage and everything with the um, competitive League of Legends news and opinions that we have here, um, let's honestly take a little idea of, like, take a look at what we're wanting to do. Um, One of the things that I'm going to be looking for is kind of breaking down the games a little bit more than I usually do. Um, You know, usually I'm just like, oh, well, this person won, that person lost, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, This might mean more podcasts. That might mean more content in general. Um, I definitely think that would be something that's very interesting to do is to get into... Uh, my dog's right here. She wants to, to jump in frame. But uh, it might mean more content in general. It might mean uh, longer podcasts, however that really works. Um, but I think it's something that we really need to do. Uh, when it comes to the LCS for 2023, the biggest thing I want to do is uh, stay true to my, my, my tier list. Um, and in this episode, we are going to be talking my tier list. We're going to be uh, making my tier list um, using the, like, what is it, tierlistmaker.com or something like that. Um, that's something that I really like to do as well. Um, we'll get that in there. We'll use it for content, all that jazz. 
So, um, without further ado, um, I actually do want to get right into the tier list, actually. Um, it's going to be a little bit of a different uh, look that we have here. Um, let me see if I can um, figure this out. While we're on the fly, um, we're going to swap over to this. Um, it is a little different. Uh, it's really bright. But um, let's jump over to this here. Um, and this is the LCS tier list stuff here. Um, so we're going to jump right into it. The people who are on uh, podcasts everywhere... Jump on into my YouTube. You can see this live and all this. Um, you know, see it as I go here. Um, but otherwise, I am going to be talking it up a little bit and uh, just seeing where it goes. So we have um, all of our teams right here. We have, obviously, 100 Thieves. Uh, we have Cloud9, CLG, Dignitas, Evil Geniuses, FlyQuest, Golden Guardians, Immortals, Team Liquid, and TSM. Um, and I have tier lists of S, A, B, C, and D. Um, obviously the lower you go, the worse I feel that you're going to play this, this year. So let's, uh, let's start off. So the first team I want to talk about is a hundred thieves. Um, hundred thieves is going to be a really good team. I think this year, uh, especially since they have two of the goats, um, they have Bjergsen and double lift. Um, uh, but on top of that, they actually do have a really solid roster altogether. Um, I think that um, that Closer is a really good player. Um, he's one of the best junglers in the league. And I definitely think that um, you bring those things together, you can really cause a team to just be really well. Like, really done really well here. So, um, with that, uh, you know, with the young players that they have as well, I think that's going to be something that we really um, can look to see where they are. So, 100 Thieves, I'm going to be putting in, I would say, the S tier here. Um, we're going to see what they actually can do all together. Um, can, they, can they mesh well? Can they do well playing together? Um, the last time Doublelift and Bjergsen played together, regular season didn't really start off too good, but eventually uh, things kind of ran into a, part, into a point where they just ran through everything and did really well um of course then they got to worlds and the 06 and all that jazz but that's beside the point this bunch of thieves we'll see how it goes um and uh we'll be good to go so let's see here next we have cloud nine um cloud nine basically kept it the same as last year um except changing up instead of jensen they have diplex uh Diplex is, I believe, also from the else uh, from LEC or like that, you know, the, the Europe. Um, so I definitely think that he'll be pretty decent. Um, a lot of European mids are really good, and uh, I think I don't know if it's an upgrade or downgrade. I've never really seen Diplex play, um, but I don't love the. I really just don't love the whole idea of Sven coming back as jungler, or as uh, ADC. Nope. Sven is a support. Um, I don't love the idea of having Sven back as support. Um, I know he was saying it was kind of temporary. He thought he could win, you know, well at Worlds and all this. And uh, that's one of the reasons why he was actually coming back. And being a support rather than 
um, you know, just retiring or going to a different team or something like that. He made the role swap because he believed in this team. Team didn't do well at Worlds, so why is he still there? Like, I'm just trying to figure kind of everything out there. Um, so with that said, I definitely think they have to go in A tier. Um, I definitely, and, and this way also as well, um, from left to right, it'll, it'll work once we get to like adding more to different tiers. But, um, I definitely don't think they're as good as 100 Thieves. They might be good starting off, but I don't think they'll be good at the end of the, uh, season here. Then we're getting into CLG. Um, I don't think CLG will be that great. Um, CLG last season did a lot better than we expected. Um, and I think mostly that was because people were not realizing the different parts, you know, not everyone was, um, kind of understanding what the team would be. Um, and that's obviously the, um, like that's what happened in summer. Um, and then they just kind of ran the table they did really well. Um, and they were contender for the, for the title, which, um, was Pretty good, actually. I like that. Um, but I don't see them doing as well as they did last year. Um, with the influx of talent that we have now in the LCS, I definitely think it'll change things up. And uh, we're going to eventually... We're going to get to, like, kind of... I don't want to say crappier, but it's going to be different um, over here. So, uh, let's see. So, see, with that, CLG, I think, is going to be in B tier. Um, this is just me being safe right now. CLG could outperform like they normally do uh or like they did last summer at least um but they also could just underperform and then they could fall to maybe like a c tier um dignitas uh dignitas does not actually have their full roster coming into the season um armut is actually in um they just announced yesterday or today or yesterday that armut is going to be um actually in the c in the um is just got in the states. He's been playing with the team a little bit, but it literally starts in two days. Um, I don't know how much time he's actually really had to play and kind of mesh with the team. Um, but on top of it, they also don't have their support um, in Ignar. Ignar's not uh, his visas aren't isn't uh, approved and all that. So I definitely think it'll be a little bit uh, crappier start. Uh, it's going to be Biofrost. Biofrost is great. Um, but I don't think he's a, uh, I don't think he's as good as he once was as a, uh, support. So, um, I definitely think with that, I want to put Dignitas, um, all together in probably C tier. Um, I know I'm just literally just ranking these up from top to bottom right now, but this is where things get a little saucy here. Getting into Evil Geniuses. Um, Evil Geniuses, I think is going to be worse than they were last year i'm gonna say it out loud now um they have someday in the top lane they have uh, inspired then they have jojo fbi and then vulcan fbi wasn't great last year um he wasn't doing like he was in 100 thieves or no sorry he was in he was 100 thieves yeah um and honestly it just kind of wasn't it wasn't really there um for me and it could be, oh, well, who he's holding me down, all this different stuff. I don't see that necessarily being the, the factor here. Um, Vulcan's real good support for him. Um, but I just don't see that really working together. Um, like I don't see the whole team 
meshing and doing well. I feel FBI is maybe a little washed, maybe a little out of his element. Um, but hopefully, I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I hope he's done. He's doing really well. And um, I think someday's time has finally come. Like the like, his time's probably up. I don't know. Um, I would. I I can only hope, right? Um, as a Team Liquid fan, I can only hope that Evil Geniuses uh, doesn't just keep you know keeps bopping around. I think Inspired is a good uh, jungler. Obviously, he was uh, he was an MVP, and uh, you know that's that's fantastic. Um, but also, uh, like like JoJo is really good too as a as a native mid laner. Um, definitely appreciate his you know contribution to everything like that. But I can see Evil Geniuses going. Um, Probably here in A tier, um, lower than C, or lower than C nine, but um, still in A tier. FlyQuest. Um, everyone's really high on FlyQuest this year, um, and I don't necessarily get it. Um, I I understand. I mean, I do understand where they're coming from. Uh, they have now Impact. They have Spica. They have Vikla, who is who was the LPL rookie of the split. Or LCK, look, look at this one. I don't exactly know. I think it was LCK because he was on KT Rollster, I believe. Um, and then they have uh, Prince, and their support is Aika, who actually Aika is not going to be, or Aika is not going to be um, with them until probably like week two or three. Um, but so instead, they have someone else. I forget exactly who they have as their support. Um, but it's not Ica, and uh, so it'll be a little bit interesting, kind of see how it goes. But I'm not as high on them as everyone else is. I definitely think they uh, they do belong ahead of C9 um, in the A tier. Definitely see that being, uh, you know, a really good team, but I don't think they're going to be, like, a number one team. Um, most of the, like, some of the team is not... Um, like, it just doesn't... The pieces don't seem to match. Um, Impact's really good. Spica is real good as well, of course. Um, but then looking at everything, I'm just kind of confused um, what the direction of their team is going to be. Because um, you have Impact, who's, who's good at being, like, kind of um, a weak side top laner, but he also can be a carry. Um, then you have Spica, who, like can be transformative, but he hasn't been great these last couple of years. Um, I, I guess you could say that he was, on TSM at least, he was kind of the the shining light. Um, but that's not hard to do when uh, everywhere else around you is darkness. So, I don't know. I could see him, I could see the team going kind of, you know, either they could, they could possibly go for first, um, but then, you know, maybe they could even drop down like fifth. It, just depending on how well they mash, you know, the mesh and figure stuff out. And then we have Golden Guardians. Um, as a, almost as a rule, um, if a team has Stixay in it, um, not a big fan of Stixay, um, they are going to be going down to, like, D tier, probably. Um, and I would say, yeah. I'd say the Golden Guardians are going to be D tier for me. Um, Yes, they upgraded in um, mid lane, and they upgraded in, or they, you know, have a good relationship with River and Gory. Um, but I just don't see them doing, like, 
I don't see them doing numbers, as people say. Um, let's real quick, just boom. Um, let me just see else, uh, Golden Guardians roster here. Let's see here. Golden Guardians, um, their, their roster is, um, sorry, I'm just trying to figure out here. Um, the team is Licorice, yeah, exactly. Um, I believe it's still Licorice's top. Um, they didn't update this. Uh, they're GoldenGuardians.com. They didn't update. Um, so I'll have to let them know. Uh, but Licorice top lane, like everything all together, like I just don't see it really working. River was good when he was on like Jarvan. Um, but other than that, he just was kind of, eh. you know, he just wasn't, he was just all right. Um, I don't see Golden Guardians doing too well, honestly. Um, and then we go to Immortals. I like what Immortals is doing in coaching. Um, that's the biggest thing I see. Um, I'm really interested in seeing, um, all the stuff that Immortals is doing with the coaching aspect with bringing on Parth as a, like, kind of coaching, um, not assistant, but coaching, uh, helper. Uh, like advocate type thing like that very cool um him coming in as like an advisor i guess you could say um and bringing together a really good team and bringing uh together honestly a very interesting roster of uh of coaches the players not so much um blaze olive sure um and like i'll just all together it's just not it's just nothing like jumps off the page and goes oh like this this team's gonna be great um, I just don't see them doing amazing. Um, so I am going to put Immortals ahead of Golden Guardians. Um, I definitely think they're still D tier, but I just don't see them doing that well. Um, let me go to Twitter. I just want to see the Immortals roster again. Um, just to make sure that we have it all set here. Um... It is going to be... Okay, so it's Ken V. Right. Um, sorry, sorry. I'm just looking real quick. Um, it's Ken V. It is... This is... No, this is not MT Academy. I was looking at it going, wait a second. Revenge, Ken V, Blaze Olive, Tactical, and Fleshy. It's... Like, yeah, right. Um, maybe the best thing here is Ken V and Revenge. Um, Revenge has been looking to be better every year. He seems to get a little bit better. Um, but, I mean, he's older, too, so, like, you know, is this, are his hands there? I don't know. I know that's, like, kind of an outdated type of thing. But, you know, if his hands aren't there, his hands aren't there. Um, Kenvi, I feel like he's being kind of held down in this roster, but we'll see. Um, Blaze Olive, Tactical Fleshy, nothing really to, you know, like, whoa, kind of a thing. Um, nothing that really jumps out to me. So, um, all right. Then we have Team Liquid, um, which Team Liquid is um, is stacked. Um, I think Team Liquid is definitely my team. I'm a Team Liquid fan, so, of course, I'm going to put them up here first. Um, team Liquid literally has Summit, who last time he was on uh, in NA, he crushed. Then got figured out, and then got shit on, um, which is always kind of it could could happen right now. That's possible. 
Um, I think Summit has learned. I think he's grown, um, especially being back in, you know, in the LCK and all that. Um, I know I've been dealing with this more and more. Why is this not? Huh. Um, one second, guys. Sorry, my filter here. Why does it look so crappy right now? Um, because we're on. Yeah. Eh, how about that? Um, let's put me up here. This looks really bad on the on the yellow or on the white there. Um, we're in we're only in here for a couple more seconds. Um, but uh, Team Liquid, yeah, obviously Summit is great, fantastic. Uh, Piosic, uh, literally off of Worlds, coming here to haunt to Team Liquid Honda. Um, I just I looked over and saw the Team Liquid Honda like thing there. Um, then obviously they have. Uh, Harry, Yeon, and Cordier J. Um, Harry and Yeon, they've been great in Academy. Um, two splits in a row that they just really destroyed uh, Academy. Um, Yeon is is a great ADC. Um, I remember that clip of him playing Zeri and just basically, it was like pre-nerf Zeri, where he was just going ape shit on people and just literally going around the, the team fight Definitely, it feels like he got like a hexa kill, but he just got kills, ran around the map, dashed through walls, all this different stuff, and it was crazy. It was an insane clip. <coughs> and then Harry has been just a solid, solid mid laner, um, just figuring everything out himself. So, um, and then Core JJ, the leader, you know, the captain of this team here for sure, um. And he's just really been advocating for the positive impact of, um, you know, NA players, NA just as a region in, in general. Um, I'd love to see CoreJJ getting out here and, uh, you know, having this team behind him to kind of figure stuff out. And then, of course, we get to TSM. Um, it n does nothing for me. Um, TSM is definitely, I think, maybe they're a C-tier team. Behind Dignitas. Um, just not just not doing it for me. Um, like Dig could be could be pretty good. Um, which is why I'm putting them above actually, yeah, because Dignitas is there. Um Dignitas obviously being Armut, Santorin, Jensen, Spawn, and Ignar. Um Santorin and Jensen are like Santorin's great. I love Santorin. He's one of my favorite junglers in the world. Um Favorite people. He's just so chill. He's hanging out. He's whatever. Um, but I don't think the whole like Armut and Santorin and Jensen like together kind of triangle right there. I don't think that really works. Um, just because Armut is like I'm crazy, bah! and he's like really coin flip and stuff like that. And he can play only Nar basically, and then Santorin, you know, is uh, you know, can pop off and be insane on Viego. Um, can play a real good Trundle, can play, um, you know, Sejuani really well, and, and all this different stuff. Um, but he's not going to be, like, your main factor of winning. Um, and then Jensen, it's kind of the same thing, where he's supportive and all this. Unless they literally just put everything in top lane to get Arma to head, all this different stuff. I don't see it doing that well. Um, obviously, inversely, um, we turn to... Um, TSM, where TSM actually has um, 
a similar roster to last year, but not really. Um, they have Solo in the top lane, Boogie in the um, or Boogie, yeah, Boogie in the jungle, uh, Maple in mid lane, Neo in ADC, and Chime in support. Um, I like the fact that they kept Solo, Chime, and Maple, but I don't see them being that strong. Uh, Maple looked like a sixth best mid last year, not really jumping out and helping any, you know, helping anything really do well. Um, and then Neo, he's not like he's a role player. He's basically like a, um, like a wild turtle of now, um, where he's just kind of playing his game and he's he's doing ADC stuff, but he doesn't really pop off. Um, it doesn't feel like. And Boogie, I haven't seen enough of Boogie. Um, I know he has some uh, past relationships with Maple, so that's nice. Um, but I honestly think too, with uh, looking at Solo, I think Solo is um, possibly going to be like a, I don't want to say the weak link, um, but he could easily be one to implode the team. Um, this is just from him being in the past and everything. Um, I've seen his, you know, him being a shithead in the past. Um, and just kind of exploding teams that he's been on. I'm surprised that he stayed on TSM, um, even though they were completely garbage, basically. Um, so I'm kind of interested in seeing how that really works out. But um, we'll see. I mean, I think this is uh, very interesting. Um, in the grand scheme of things, I think you can literally just read this out and figure out my 1 through 10. And that's obviously, um, you know, first being Team Liquid, then being 100 Thieves, FlyQuest in third, um, fourth being uh, C9, fifth being Evil Geniuses, sixth being the CLG team, uh, seventh being Dignitas, eighth being TSM, ninth Immortals, and tenth uh, Golden Guardians. Um, I definitely think that this will be more um, of a top-heavy league. You can literally see it here where this is very... There's a good number of uh, of strong top lane, or, you know, top talent, I guess you could say, um, from anywhere from the top lane itself to, um, you know, to the junglers. I think the jungle, the jungle this season is really stacked. Um, the fact they have Closer, you have Blabber, you have, um, you have Spica now in, a con in contention. Um, you have Inspired up there, too. Um, you have Piosic, like that's insane. Like I, and it's just, I think that's really what you got to look at this year. Um, is the junglers here? Definitely think that's gonna make it or break it this year. So, um, at that point, we are gonna jump. We're gonna take a little break here, and then we'll get right back into it. Um, I think is what we'll do here, and uh, and yeah, we will get right back into it. Alrighty, I will see you guys on the other side. Welcome back, everybody, and we're going to be talking uh, the rest of tonight as a um, as a bit of what's going on in the whole LCS scrimming like scene and all that, and kind of figuring out what um, you know what they're doing. Um, I guess they what they've done is they've actually changed their scrim like schedule. Um, people have said it actually was like done by a flipping of a coin. Uh, originally, there was like two five-block games, um, or just like a five-block of games, which was crazy. 
um, which is, I mean, honestly, um, pretty interesting. But, um, but I honestly think that it, it's interesting to see where they were, uh, where they were going and like what they were trying to do uh, with all this. It just kind of seems weird to me personally that they're just wanting to play less games. Um, that's fine. Um, as you guys have known in the past, I don't like scrimming. I don't like the idea of scrimming in general. Um, scrimming should be gotten rid of. Um, I definitely think it, it has some it has some merit for sure um, to be able to play games out um, like in full. But if you're going to play scrimmages or scrims, um, play against your other teams. You know, against like the other teams that you're playing with, so you can kind of do custom scenarios, figure stuff out. Um, you know, if you're going to be focusing on your dragon fighting and all this, uh, make it so that both teams know, all right, we're going to fight around each and every dragon. We're going to figure it out. We're going to, like, we're going to make it a, a structured scrimmage where it's not just going to be, oh, well, I'm playing, like, a solo queue game but with my teammates, and, or I guess a flex queue game. Um, or... You know, and I'm also playing a flex queue game, and our two teams are smashing together, and here we go. Uh, no, like, that doesn't get anything. That doesn't figure, that doesn't make things work. Um, you're not learning anything. You're just playing solo queue, basically, at that point. You're just playing flex queue at that point. What you need to do is you need to turn it around, figure out what's going on, and say, okay, we're just working on diving this, this, this whole game. Um, literally just go from the beginning of the game and go like, all right, well, um, we gonna, we're going to try to dive at level two. Let's try to limit test, figure stuff out. Okay. We tried level two. All right. We can do it. All right. Well, we'll just keep playing. We'll keep going. Um, all right. And now it's level six. Oh, wow. Look at this. We, um, we're pretty far ahead. We're pushing things in, we brought our jungler down. Um, let's try to dive again. Oh, we did it. Okay, cool. Um, well, what went wrong? Like, you know, kind of as the game is going. You know, maybe even since it's a custom game, you pause it. Um, you know, you have your two teams, either like your local teams um, that are doing it together. Pause the game for, you know, a minute and be like, hey, that went really well. Um, just, hey, think about this time, this next time. Figure this out. Da, 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 da. Kind of like the way that, um, you know, if you're playing a game um, in traditional sports, something like a, you know, football game or baseball or whatever, and you're just kind of, um, you're practicing, but you're actively uh, being coached at the time. Bring your coach in and be like, hey, um, really like what you did there. Could have had a cleaner this and cleaner that. Um, and it helps you out. It figure, you know, you kind of figure it out as you're going. I honestly think that's a really cool idea. Um, just being able to turn it in like that, figure it out, um, pause the game and be like, whoa, let's figure this out. And then go back to the game and then, you know, make it work. Um, same thing with being like top lane or jungle pathing or whatever, um, or playing around dragons and being like, okay, um, you know, everybody pauses before dragon and all right, guys, we're going to do, um, you know, team a, you're going to go and you're going to be really hard committing to dragon. Um, and I want you to turn off if, uh, you know, like attack them if, um, you know, if they come to you, um, but then team b you let them know hey you got to poke them and you got to figure this out and you can set up custom scenarios that might happen in in the games 
to be able to then try it again. Um, obviously, this would be perfect if we could do things like uh, scrim environments that have um, the aspects of actually having um, the custom, like the custom practice tool stuff. That would be ideal. That literally would be amazing. Um, but I honestly think that it's just very interesting to see um, that they don't want to do this, really. They just want to keep playing their games and just figuring it out. There we go. Um, instead of trying to figure out, um, like, bits of the game. Break it down. Like, it's a it's a giant cake. The League of Legends is a giant cake. You can't eat it all in one bite. You have to literally cut it up into pieces and figure it out. And that's not what they're doing. They're just sitting here and they're just eating the fucking cake whole. And I hate it. Like, you don't need to be scrimming and just being like, well, it worked. Or, like, they scrim and they're like, well, we died three times in the early game, so... FF, sorry guys, you know, we're just leaving. Like, you just wasted everyone's time by coming here and doing that. There's no reason why it should be going like that. Um, so instead, you just turn it around and you just say, all right, let's do a structured scrimmage, and then you figure it out. Uh, you know, structured practice. Um, that's something that I think is just ideal to do. Like, there's no reason you shouldn't be able to do it. There's no reason it shouldn't be a thing that could work. Um, it's just try it out. You know, just figure it out, figure things, you know, work in this way and that way. Um, I think that would be the really, the best way to really go at it and, um, you know, go forward and look at, uh, you know, just look at the, the practicing in NA. Um, but, like, I just don't think, like I, like I said, there's that clip that I have. Uh, it's up on my Twitter. It's, I think drilling is going to be the number one way actually improve your players you can't just play league mindlessly you need to play league with a mental like goal in mind um you need to be able to say this is what i'm doing i'm going here today i'm going there today i'm going to do this i'm going to do that however it works and you're going to figure it out yourself um you're going to do this you're going to do that however it works um i'm going to be focusing on just diving bot or i'm going to be focusing on just diving top of my jungle um or i'm going to be focusing on as a jungler um farming my whole bot side into scuttle into well you can't really do whole bot side in the scuttle anymore but you can do bot side um into top side and then scuttle and then you can just you know you invade so you just go in and just invade the enemy jungle um that's fine you can do that but you can practice these things and figure it out be like okay how fast can I optimize my jungle route? How fast can I, you know, optimize my jungle route and then get into the enemy team or get into the enemy uh, jungle and figure that out? Um, and, and kind of breaking things down, like I'm saying, into these bite-sized pieces to be able to destroy and figure out League of Legends as, as a whole, as, a, as an actual, like, entity. If you could just break it down and be like, oh, well, it's this this puzzle piece and this puzzle piece, and they fit together. Oh, look, now the game is solved. Instead of, well, this little piece here, can can I can jam it in there, and then it works. It, like, powers the game. I can play the game. I can do this. But plugging them in and figuring it out together is just going to be so much easier in the long run for League of Legends in North America, honestly. Um, I just think it's just going to be the easiest way to do that. Um, 
but yeah, I think that's gonna do it for this for the for the video here, guys. The podcast for all this jazz. Um, if you are interested in anything that I've been saying, um, follow me on Twitter. Uh, follow me on TikTok, on um, the Twitch that we're live streaming this on, and uh, you know, follow me on Anchor or any of the podcast platforms that you have there. Uh, podcast like Spotify. Stitcher, iTunes, or iPodcast, whatever the blue icon or blue purple icon is, um, get in there and help me out. You know, honestly, this is going to be something that I'm really looking forward to doing. Um, hoping that I can get, you know, going forward doing a little bit more um, here and there, uh, doing more than just podcasting. Maybe I can do a lot more streaming, a lot more uh, videos, and all this. And I can do that only with you guys' help. So I appreciate everything that. Uh, you guys are allowing me to do even so far. And uh, I will see you all in the next episode. Bye-bye.